Barbell. I'm your host, Modingo, and with me with some fresh to death new nanos is Nacho Bro Grande. What's up? <laughs> I'm pretty hungry right now. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking Jen over here. Someone was a late submission that, that uh, came after. From who? I can't tell you. <laughs> I was trying to catch you. Because now there's about, I'd say, five or six people that have contributed names. But we still have the one original contributor who were probably about, I'd say, maybe 10% through their list. 10%? Yeah, it was a long list. How many years are we going? If we were to use that person's list, it'd get us probably a year and a half. Get a life, dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. And that third voice you hear that is- That rude ass voice you hear. Is uh, Jay Fish. What's up? Hey. She lost all of her titles from last episode. Huh? <laughs> You're no longer, what was she? Uh, show note editor. That's and done. Di- uh. Director of social media. That's gone. Um, Excuse me? <laughs> harasser. I don't know what else. That's it. That's I'm still okay there. With that. But it looks like she's doing a little bit better than last time. She doesn't, she's a weight belt free as she um, records this episode. <laughs> she was in her weight belt last time because her back. Yeah, it hurt. And I thought it was funny, but it was 0% funny. Actually, negative percent funny. It was absolutely hilarious. No, it wasn't. I was in excruciating pain. And she had her glitter knee sleeves on too. Oh yeah, she did. Sorry, Birdie has on. no feelings. So, <laughs> oh, I have not. them. Are you feeling better though? Yeah, a lot. Got it all worked out. Well, can you tell Mo? She's not walking like the Hunchback of Notre Dame sure, anymore. She, like, she doesn't look like a lowercase R this week. <laughs> wow, we went there. Um, <laughs> thanks for all the feedback. Um, what was the call to action that you had about putting a picture of someone that in- inspires you or motivates you? Oh no, that was from last year. Jeez, oh, that was a flashback. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Already just commented on it. Yeah. Oh, we did okay. have something new. Jenna's been hustling all day. I get a package once again. CrossFit Excess. Mm-hmm. I go out get the bag. Guess nope. whose name's on it? Not mine. The the show that should not be Jenna? named. Or it said Jenna Fisher on. Okay. It. Name name to me. Gotta from, love from Wally. seven five. <laughs> go Wally! It's your birthday. Tell them what you got. Got one more rep patches with Velcro. Yeah. I already with, give it with to Velcro. <laughs> yeah, because they can stick it on stuff. There's no. No, come on. Like, where do we draw the line? Hey, this, this was your idea. Yeah, but where do we draw the line? <laughs> Why? Some don't have Velcro. Why well, is that weird? It's okay. It's, it's okay. okay. You guys no, understand. I gotta know. It's, it's all right, man. Why is that weird? They have Velcro on them. You know what? That Velcro is an extra 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, anyway, you got yeah. one more rep patches. Yeah, how many have patches. left? Like five, I think. Out of how many? Twenty. Wow, hustling. Yeah, that's solid. She's mm-hmm. been charging people like fifty bucks now because there's only five left. <laughs> gotta do what you supply and do. demand. You sold them all that in one day. Yeah, and uh, how many hours? Like two or three. Hmm. Um, what's the one you've sent the furthest or sending the farthest? Ireland. Ireland. Ooh. We're going to Ireland. Um, Brian Collins. Oh, Brian. Oh, sweet. What's up, Brian? Shout out to our friend. You should have it by. Wait. <laughs> you should have it by winter. <laughs> yeah. Don't they still use like donkeys and stuff over there to transport the mail? I don't know. They're kind of behind. I don't know. I've ever actually next. I've flown. Actually, no, I have been in Ireland. I was only there for a few hours on my way to someplace else. And what was really cool is they opened up the bar in the middle of the night to service beer. Was no. there like a place out front for all the like wooden wagons? Well, I, I don't know. It was dark. It was <laughs> like, I had no idea what time it was. I just know it was dark. 
and, and they opened up the bar and we were the only people in the airport, but that was super cool. That was the first time I ever had Guinness, like the real Guinness. So I, I, I pounded about two of them and then slept the, the rest of the flight to my destination. Does it taste different than Guinness? Here? Oh yeah. Um, tastes way different, way better. Well, yeah, it's they out of different water. Yeah. They use different water. What? <laughs> It, it, they drill into the ground and it, it just, just yeah it's like oil it's just a spring. It comes out of the ground yeah it's just like the velcro <laughs> why is that weird <laughs> i'm confused um anyway uh thanks for the like shares and all the feedback uh make sure you give us a five-star written review on apple Podcasts. it is no longer I, um oh, itunes yeah. uh if you're an apple person they uh basically broke out itunes into different sections so now it's called apple podcast so hmm. Just yeah. remember that, but still five-star written reviews. If you are leaving one from another country, let me know because I physically have to go and look at each individual country in order to figure out what things you said about us, but um, keep them coming. We do appreciate it. We have uh, a guest. We have a guest today. It's not Jenna. No, it's not Jenna. I'm not really a guest anymore. I'm pretty much no, that's, the that's, whole show. <laughs> anyway, we have a guest. <laughs> um, I had mentioned a few episodes ago that it would be um, pretty cool to get this young lady on the show. Um, member of CrossFit Access for how long? Two years. Okay. A little over two years. And then how long have you been CrossFitting? Since 2012. Okay, sweet. Um, and that fourth voice you hear, that is our guest today, Carrie White. How you doing? Wait. 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 I thought it was what? <laughs> I did. Oh, see? Okay. She cursed me. You can't edit that. No, that's what I you have get. to. No, you always butcher your name no, because she said white bread. I, kept and I, kept <laughs> <laughs> I was sabotaging him on purpose to see if he would say, I hate you. <laughs> we turn it down just a little bit for me. Uh, I can do that. That fourth voice you hear is Carrie White. How are you doing? Wait, wait, wait. damn it, Mo. I hate you. One job. <laughs> wait, like, wait a second. Okay. Wait. <laughs> Why a second? Wait, wait, don't tell me. Okay. The fourth voice you hear is Carrie Waite. It's white. Is it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Stop messing with me, man. I'm old. I can't, I can't handle this. Okay. Well, obviously Mo's had too much to drink today yeah, already. I've had uh, too much water today. So anyways, Carrie. Carrie, how are you doing? Good. Uh, thanks for being on the show. Um, Sorry for making it awkward. Mo's, he's really good at introductions though. <laughs> Yeah, I'm getting old. It was uh, Jenna's fault though. Yeah. yeah. It's Everything's always, Jenna's yeah, fault. It's always Jenna's fault. So, and the reason why I wanted to have you on the show is because you recently, um, had a pretty big, uh, I guess, CrossFit experience, um, that I was hoping you'd be willing to talk about and share with our listeners. So can you kind of just tell us a little bit about who you are, it, you know, in terms of CrossFit? So like, yeah, tell, tell, us your, tell, tell us your CrossFit story. Like, how did okay. you get started? Um, well, I started CrossFit in 2012 at um, a different CrossFit gym. Mm -hmm. And um, I was there probably five years on and off. I mean, I I wasn't there solid for five years doing CrossFit the whole time. I mm -hmm. quit a couple times and come back, um, did a couple figure shows in there. Okay. And um, then I joined CrossFit Excess after um, my son came down and... Um, took a class first and he joined. And then after he joined, I uh, watched a few classes and decided to join myself. Okay. So was, uh, what kind of athletic background did you have? Cause you, so you said you did figure and that's oh. completely different than yeah. CrossFit. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's, that's your background. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Well, I, I didn't play any sports or anything. What's mm -hmm. surprising when we were at Granite Games, that's why I'd asked her. I, I didn't know that either. You would assume 
that she did have a background, but mm-hmm. very few people don't have an athletic background. So just other than no, so no sports in your youth or anything like that? I mean, I played sports in like junior high, but um, not in high school. Okay. Which is kind of unusual because I've seen her here, you know, while I've been around and about. And until bro told me a couple of weeks ago that she didn't have an athletic background, I was actually kind of surprised too, because you kind of naturally move well um, with all these, you know, <laughs> with all these CrossFit style movements. And um, so you've been doing this for a couple of years. You joined here and then I think it was maybe about right around the time we started the show, you had mentioned her a few yep. times about some of the goals that you had for her specifically as an athlete and bros. So can you kind of share some of those things that we talked about that Bro- day? Brody Thomas. I mean, what, <laughs> you should call me. Uh-huh. I'm just saying, I said this a year ago. No, I said, it's funny where it's pretty ironic. We're sitting here talking about it, but no, just, um, mm-hmm. she had had some ambition, but sometimes you can have ambition and not realize it's actually a reality mm-hmm. <laughs> until things start kind of clicking. And, um, but no, she just, she puts in a lot of work. I mean, it's just, that's, it takes a lot of work. And, mm-hmm. and I would say in the, two years she's progressed a lot, but in the last six to eight months, it's been even more. So, um, I would say all around and it's kind of cool that we're sitting here talking to her about something that we were talking about a year ago. Yeah. So when you started doing CrossFit, did you have any particular goals or you just something you want to do with your son or, um, well, when I started here, you mean, or just in In general, general, in general, well, when I first started, I started just by myself and just basically to get in shape, you know, Mm -hmm. um, was Carson even born then? Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but doing figure, I mean, that requires you to be in some, some yeah, but that was shape. after I did CrossFit. Okay. Like I had started CrossFit and you know how, like when you first start you, um, after a couple of years, you start putting on muscle and stuff. So mm-hmm. we just kind of did it. Just the first show was kind of just as fun to see how, um, I did and stuff. And, um, and then, uh, then I just did like, I think I did two or three more after that. So how'd you okay. do in your first one? Um, I got fifth in the first one. Okay. Just coming off the street and your very first competition night. That's, that's pretty, that's pretty exceptional because, you know, we've talked about that with the figure stuff that requires a lot of uh, dedication and very nutrition specific. I feel like mental, like I couldn't do that. I'd be like, where's my snacks? (laughs) That was the hardest part. I'd be like, sure. Have have some iceberg lettuce. one (laughs) chocolate chip cookie really do? So then you do some figure and then you come back to CrossFit. Yeah. Then I would come back to CrossFit and then I would do another figure show. So, okay. So um, you're using the CrossFit to augment. Yeah. We, I did CrossFit workouts even while I trained for the figure shows. Okay. So I would do like the workout for the day, um, with CrossFit. We didn't lift anything real heavy though. We were limited on how much we could lift. And mm-hmm. then we did the, uh, like accessory work, more bodybuilding type accessory work. Okay. Because obviously with, in that type of competitive world, you don't want to get too jacked and you're trying to like kind of walk that fine line, I guess. Right. You don't want to get too thick in the middle. Okay. You keep your waist is that real tiny. Of, oh, is, is, does, so that make you look a little bit more jacked if you're, yeah, they in the want middle. you have like an hourglass shape okay. and your waist to be real tiny. So, so. kind of explain the figure though, I mean, uh, figure like, cause it is different. There's, oh, yeah. well, there's figure, there's like fitness. Is there fitness? What's that? There's figure. Physique. Um, and then there's physique. physique yeah. And then there's, bikini. Yeah. So what's the difference between like, say those three. Okay. So like bikini is, I mean, I don't, I'm not a, you know, professional about it or anything, but bikinis probably has the least amount of muscle on them. They're pretty, they're smaller, Mm -hmm. um, built and then figures, um, 
a little bit more. And then physique is a little bit right before you get to bodybuilding. Okay. So bodybuilders are like at that top of that pyramid where they're like mm-hmm. jacked. Yeah. Okay. And then right below that would be the physique or mm-hmm. the, and yeah. then, okay. And then so figure. then figure is kind of between bikini. Yeah. Okay. So physique is right before they start eating all the chicken breast. Yes. All the chicken breast. <laughs> all the chicken breast. Supposedly. <laughs> oh, I ate a lot of chicken breast. <laughs> <laughs> that, just, just plain chicken breast. Yeah. So can you talk a little bit about like that culture? Like how, since you're you know obviously a high level CrossFitter, what is, what are some stark contrasts when you, since you've lived both those lives, what are some huge like contrasts between those two? Whether it be like the, the, the workouts, the food, mm-hmm. the culture. Well, well, figure, I don't, I don't know. I mean, the eating for figure is completely different mm-hmm. for one thing. I mean, you barely got any food. I mm-hmm. mean, I, you, you were in, um, you know, a, in a caloric deficit. Yes. For an extended period of time. Like how long before a show would you start? Um, well, everybody's different. I, I didn't usually eight to 10 weeks, mm. but you're in a some, deficit? yeah. And you, I would get up at like four in the morning Bruh, and not, do I, fasted cardio. <laughs> and then I would eat a little bit and then I would do the wad in the morning mm-hmm. and then I would go to work all day. And then I would go back in the evening and do the accessory work for bodybuilding. Okay. So then fast forward to your CrossFit life. Like, how is that different? You're probably eating significantly more, I would oh, imagine. Yeah. Probably a thousand yeah. calories more a day. More A thousand calories more. Probably. So like ballpark, <laughs> what were you consuming during those figure, like those, that eight weeks? I remember my first show, um, I think I was getting like around 1200 calories or something. Oh my God. Yeah. What, what was your, what was the carbon take though? It was like get low, like I might've got, um, I might've had like a, a fourth of a cup of oats, like maybe twice a day. Mm-hmm. And the, that rest would, the rest would have been like vegetables. So mm-hmm. half a cup. So oh geez, that's yeah. like and you're, and you're tall. You're about grams. five, five, eight, five, eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. So 20 for, grams of carbs roughly guys. Yeah. Less than 30. That is insane. But, but you're trying to put your body in that deficit mode. So that way mm-hmm. you look a certain way. I, I mean, that's my assumption. Mm-hmm. Now, not all bodybuilders eat low carb though, but just the coach that we had, that's, that's what know, they prescribe. Yeah. Okay. So, um, in the event that I want to talk to bro about, or that well, let's back this up a second. Okay. Cause I think she, she, what was that picture you posted not too long ago? You posted a picture of, Oh yeah. Your, it was your figure. And then, yeah, that was like after I got done with a figure show and, um, I was probably eating, around with the vegetables too, probably around 50 grams of carbs a day at that time. And then she posted a picture. It was, was it side by side? Of yeah, they, they were side by side. Yeah. yeah. And the, what she looks like as a CrossFitter and the amount of, was you, did you I, put the food comparison? Or yeah. No? It was like 250 carbs at that time. <laughs> mm-hmm. So five times more carbs. And, but she posted the side by side pictures mm-hmm. and it's just, mm-hmm. the, you know, I don't, <clears throat> I think figure and physique definitely that's how you're supposed to look, but it's just unhealthy in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. especially bikini. When I see some of them, they're like literally 85 pounds. It looks like mm-hmm. if that, and it's just crazy under a hundred pound female, fully grown female. Oh, I, I got down to 132 for, for, for figure shows. Health, like you mm. just screw up your gut. Like, doing yeah. Did that. you ever have any issues from like <clears throat> under eating for so long? Yeah. Like after, um, after every single show, I, I didn't, I didn't know how to eat after that. It was either, I was eating like I was 
going to go do a figure show or I was eating too much. Like my body just didn't, if I, so I gained a lot of weight after each one. So what about the mental side of that? Did you feel guilty eating? Oh yeah. Coming off of that? Yeah. Cause we've talked uh, several times about the, the side effect of, you know, the nutrition side of sometimes, you know, you you don't, you, as soon as you eat something off your nutrition plan, how guilty you feel and mm -hmm. how much that really like, it, you shouldn't feel guilty because everything's fine. But sometimes if you're really dialed in and you have, you go out and have cake and then you have pizza and you feel like crap about yourself and you feel really guilty. So like how that play into you, like how, how would you break that mold from having that mentality from figure to CrossFit eating that much more? Um, well, I still struggle with it. I think it mentally messed me up. I mean, it probably took after my last figure show, I think it took probably almost three years for me to finally figure out like how to eat like a normal person again, you know, and not feel completely guilty about it. Yeah. And we're not even talking about CrossFit. Amounts. Yeah. We're just talking this about was normal. Just normal. Wow. Yeah. So moving forward, the event that I wanted you to kind of talk about today is uh, just this past month, you competed in the Granite Games mm -hmm. in the master's division. Yes. The 40, 45 to 49, 49. which when Bro told me that I was like, what? I, cause All I, the age. Yeah, yeah. The, the age, cause you don't look your age, you know, and, you. and you don't move. <laughs> I mean, when, and when I saw you, when the first time I ever Come saw on, you, Mo, she's a great grandma. <laughs> you're, you're no, I'm a grandma. I'm okay. not a great grandma. Oh, I thought you're a great grandma. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> you know, cause you know, I spent a lot of time here DJing comps and just hanging out with the show and stuff like that. And I never once thought that you were, um, well in the same age group as me. Cause I mean, you obviously taking care of yourself. So that's amazing. And you're no, obviously, what's going on? No, you're obviously setting a good role model for, no. for, um, for all the other women out there to show that, you know, that you can do all these things at a very high level and, you're, you're obviously taking care of yourself. You're eating right. And you're just setting a good role model. So like, that's a huge shout out to you on that because that's always impressive. Cause you know, I have a 14 year old daughter and she lives in a world where she's been conditioned by the media to think she needs to be a size zero mm -hmm. and look a certain way and all that stuff. So, um, I really do appreciate that. Um, damn, no, I, I really do. <laughs> we need another mic. I think no. <laughs> bring Sarah in here. She's no. got the eyes of death. No. So like, I really do appreciate that as a father of a, of a young woman who lives in this world that, you know, is made to think that certain, that a particular way. So thank you. I've uh, never seen that <laughs> guys. I wish we were still recording this because Sarah just got, it's her daughter and she just got the laser eyes. Way to go, Mo. You started something. The mom look. Well, but you know, like I'm saying, you know, you, you, yeah. you, you go by the um, checkout stand mm -hmm. and you see all these, uh, these images, Photoshop right. images, yeah, photoshopped images mm -hmm. of what, society thinks in it. We, I mean, Jenna's talked about Instagram being Insta famous and all that stuff with the airbrush photos and young women are conditioned to think that's what they should aspire to look like. So when women like you set that positive role model, you know, when it comes to body image, just, you know, the hard work and perseverance that you put through, like I, I value that. And I always go out of my way to thank women like you for doing that. So thank you. Thank you. Um, so granite games, when did like, so tell me the whole story about that. Like, was that something, it wasn't a goal. It sounds like from the beginning. No, it wasn't a goal. Um, I signed up to do the online qualifier just, just to do it basically, just to see how I would do compared to, um, to other athletes, my age. Um, and, um, I ended up scoring or I ended up placing 13th 
mm-hmm. in the world. And then, um, and they take, they take the top 10. Okay. So there was a couple people that turned down their invitation. So I got an invitation. So, um, that's how I qualified to go. So when you get that email, like what's mm-hmm. the first thing that goes through your mind? I was, um, I was actually on my way home from here, I think. And I was, I was like, Oh my gosh. And I think I immediately mm-hmm. <clears throat> took a picture of it and sent it to Brody and said, Hey, I just got this. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. I was in Virginia for that athlete camp and uh-huh. I told her after I was like, you know, I didn't want to tell her that she still had a chance because you just, you know, yeah, 13th. Yeah, that just yeah, yeah there's sucks a high a- probability. That there. sucks ass though. You know what I mean? You're 13th. You're mm-hmm. right. You're right. You can touch it. <laughs> it's like two spots, like two foot above you can actually touch it. Yeah. And, um, so it sucks. And I didn't want to say that, but yeah, it was kind of always in the back of my mind that, Hey, you know, she could still get the invite because people, you know, they you, either, they either don't they want could, to go. Well, they could be out of the country. Uh, well, you know, too, it's yeah. not, it was expensive for us to go, right. let alone someone flying from overseas. Um, I guess I never really think about uh, this being a worldwide competition, but it is, yeah. I, yeah. I guess I never think about that. So, but yeah, when she got that, it was a really cool moment. I was, I was very happy for her. And when you got notified, you were like within almost 30 days to the day, right? It was relatively uh, close. It might've been like six, six weeks. weeks, maybe. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So not a lot of time. So the, the decision to go, like, yeah. I'm sure that was probably a little bit challenging because, mm-hmm. you know, Oh, all of a sudden I'm going to go compete on this worldwide platform. Oh, and it's going to probably cost me some money to do this. You know, so having that conversation with your family, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, so the support obviously was there because you were able to make that decision. You hit that button and said, I'm doing this. So now what's going through your head at that point? Um, I questioned myself for a long time. Like, this is stupid. You know, like, why am I doing this? <laughs> I'm a mom. Why am I going and competing? But, mm-hmm. um, but, uh, but it was something I wanted to do. I just wanted to see how I would do, mm-hmm. you know, against, um, other people my age and stuff and just for the experience. So I'm glad I did it. So which was, that was a tough one for her. I mean, we had a conversation mm-hmm. and like legitimate, like, Hey, if I go, <laughs> I don't want to finish last. Right. Mm-hmm. Because now you, you get in that game of, well, I finished 13th and then everybody else above me finish above me. So mm-hmm. if I go, obviously I'm not going to, I'm not going to do well. <laughs> that's the mindset you get because mm-hmm. you know, that's what happened and trying to clear her of the mindset of, you know, I basically said, you know, here's your two options. One, you can chalk it up as, Hey, you qualified, mm-hmm. which is really good. Um, and which then, there are hundreds of other women in your category that, that didn't, mm-hmm. you know, and then come in and focus on the things that you know you need to work on that you found out in the qualifier. Or two, uh, take the invite. And if the workouts fall, good for you. Which you, you can, always say are key yeah. to, to success is what are the workouts? Right, because it's the online qualifiers are totally different. Grand Games is a lot like the Open where they're pretty predictable. They kind of do the same stuff. And even if they'll piggyback on some of the, like, I think one of the workouts was sort of like the games workout or the open workout with mm-hmm. the clean mm-hmm. total bar ones. They changed one, one movement in it and it was same, mm-hmm. same thing. And, um, so then that's the thing is like, Hey, you know, you don't suck. Okay. Because you finished third in one of the workouts and you, she only, she only fell honestly to where she was because of like the one workout, with the, the, ring, the, muscle the ups. Mu- ring muscle up. She didn't have ring muscle up. So she's definitely going to fall on that one. So it's not like, Hey, these guys are so much better than you. Mm-hmm. And, um, if the workouts fall right, you know, podium's not out of the shot and it's kind of, 
how it kind of played out. So you, you get this late invite. So now your timetable is a little bit more compressed than the other athletes that had the full time to prepare. Um, so, you know, a month is really not a lot of time to develop some adaptations. So you as the coach, like, how does this training plan look like for this athlete now? Uh, we had about six weeks. And just for reference, like for the games, we had about 12 weeks. Mm-hmm. So double 12 the time, to four, 12 to 14 weeks before games, mm-hmm. which is now you're talking almost two full cycles that you can get okay. through strength wise. Yeah. Six weeks is just, you know, you're not going to, well, it wasn't, it was six weeks like to the date. And, mm-hmm. you know, I got mm-hmm. back on the weekend then we met, I don't know if we met on that. Uh, no, I flew in on Monday. Maybe we met Monday or Tuesday, sat down and kind of set like, it's kind of what I told her. It's like, Hey, we're not going to get overly strong. Mm-hmm. You know, what do you think you need to work on? Wrote those down. Then I give her my opinion, what we really need to focus on and then try to get her skills up. You know, we knew muscle ups was real important. The uh, bar muscle ups, getting those better work on the ring, you know, in case it, you know, that was her biggest fear. You know, they had, was going to have ring muscle ups mm-hmm. trying to get those to where maybe she could get one. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but also preparing her mentally like, Hey, it's one workout and it's, yeah, it's one of what seven, I think is what um, you had. I think it was seven. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yep. So yeah. one of seven. So just kind of uh getting that and getting that laid out and then going home and putting it all on paper and trying to really focus on the weaknesses that we knew that we could actually improve on mm-hmm. that didn't require like a strength cycle. And then re refine her Olympic lifting, try to get those better. And then just kind of honestly, I think my biggest thing for her was preparing her, trying to help her mentally because She's not the most confident person in the world, uh, but I mean, neither is Jenna. So, I mean, it's just very comparable. So when you, but you say six weeks, but I remember talking to you before you left, like that last week was a deload week pretty much, right? Uh, the last, like, f- I think we stopped on like a Tuesday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So we stopped on a Tuesday and we flew out Thursday. So basically Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, computer Friday. Yeah. So now you have a truncated window. So now that six weeks is almost like five weeks. Yeah. Now. Cause we, her last hard day was that Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was her last really, really tough training day. So yeah, Monday was real light. Just get her in here moving. Mm-hmm. I think she did like, it's like 85 or 80 pounds short overhead, really light mm-hmm. stuff. And, mm-hmm. and then kind of let her body chill. And I think I learned a lot cause she is a master's athlete. I don't, I've never really worked with recovery wise. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to interrupt what she's used to doing. Meaning She's very like, she's regimented, like days off. And, mm-hmm. but well, you have what, two, two, two kids at home, two kids at home. Yeah. yeah. So, and you have a profession. So having <laughs> to disrupt a little bit of that mm-hmm. to get this training in, mm-hmm. in order to compete on this you know global stage, probably a little bit challenging maybe for you yeah. to adjust your, your routine. It was, it was the six weeks were um, definitely challenging because I was here so late mm-hmm. and, you know, I, go to work in the morning at seven 30. So, oh. you know, I'm getting well, she goes to bed at like 5 PM. Too. Well, <laughs> not, I mean, not normally I wasn't getting home from yeah. here till like eight 30. Yeah. So I would, you know, after I would come in here and I wouldn't get home to like eight 30 and just have to turn around and do it again. Um, so that got long. So you having to interrupt your, your life essentially, like how does that impact you as you're going through this six weeks? How much of a challenge was it? I mean, did you have um, to remind yourself that I'm doing this, you know, to try and reach this goal or how did that play out? 
Yeah. I mean, I, I knew where the end was, Uh so that helps, you know, I mean, I knew why I was doing it and I knew it wasn't going to be like this forever. Mm -hmm. So, um, and then, uh, so, but the training was great. I mean, it prepared me really well. Had you ever trained like that before? No. Was this anything remotely close to how your training was with the figure? No, <laughs> I mean, but from the, from the, mental, oh, she was eating I got food, to damn eat. it. Yeah. <laughs> eat. But from like the mental aspect and like the structure. Oh no. I mean, figure was just, you know, don't eat, lift light, <laughs> bicep curls and strict press <laughs> pushups. Okay. So, so this train, was a lot harder training for so sure. Training, well, Sarah may have something to interject on that. Cause I know she was here a lot of late training days yeah. too. With <laughs> Carrie, like, like, Oh my God, why are we on our third workout? Like, well, Sarah's muscle ups got better. So yeah. there you go. So you're getting ready to get on the plane after this kind of crash course in, you know, competition prep. So where's your head at, at this point? Um, I mean, I felt pretty good. I didn't, I didn't feel, um, nervous mm-hmm. really at all. Just another day at the office for you. Um, I mean, I think I was Except a little you were nervous. Except you going someplace that had crappy coffee, according to bro. <laughs> I was very disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no, I felt like I was well prepared. Okay. So, um, but, um, yeah. Yeah. So, you could tell, everybody could tell, like, it's funny is like, you know, the last, like, two last couple of weeks, like you can just see how like Carrie just in our regular workouts, like she just took another step and it's mm-hmm. very noticeable in our, our everyday workouts. And people are like, Holy shit, Carrie's in shape. Like <laughs> not that she wasn't in shape before, but it's a, it is they saw a different gear. Yeah. I think she gained a confidence though. Cause you could tell, like, I think it's totally different how you move and how you carry yourself. Like she's super humble and never like somebody to boast or anything, but you could have tell that she felt like more confident in everything that she was doing. Like her, like her kind of demeanor changed yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Not in a, I mean, not in a negative way. Yeah. Definitely not. In a like negative. you said, ownership. Yeah. I, I got this. Yeah. yeah that confidence. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And she was getting strong as hell. Like, yeah. <laughs> not that we didn't even really do anything strength wise. It's like, maybe it was a confidence, like yeah. whatever it is. So you get to the event, uh, day one. How does that go? Um, day one, what was the first event? Um, I don't even remember. I don't know either. Was it the running one? No, that no. was. Uh, oh no, it was a clean event. Yeah, it was a clean event. Okay, ladder. so yes. the first oh, event, yeah, the first the event fa- was the event that I was the most worried about from the very beginning. That really? was the one I was the most nervous about because what, I'm not good at cleans. Well, which we can back that up just a hair because what sucked is they didn't release the workouts until what was that? Only it was like, like a couple of days before we left. Yeah, I think it was like Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, and we, or Tuesday or I think it was Tuesday. Uh huh. Because I think it was her last training day. I think that's what it was. And then, I, I just happened to remember seeing it that day. Which like is unrelated. Which but. is weird. Usually you get those games will release a little bit of no, not all of it, but they'll release At least the first two days or just, so. Just they'll release some of it. Yeah. And here it was none of it. And so, and then of course, yeah, number one is like the, the clean, clean, la- the clean sprint ladder. It wasn't yeah. a really, well, it was a sprint ladder, yeah. but um, it cleans are just a weakness of mine. And so okay. I was really nervous about that one, but um, I did pretty well at warm up. Um, mm-hmm. for them. And I felt pretty good. Well, yeah, you, I she, was happy how I finished her, on the cleans. Our goal was the, was it next to last barbell that mm-hmm. was 155 pounds and that's her one rep max. And the goal was to clean it. Uh, it was two from the end. Yeah. It was, um, and you had to do three. So she hit three full cleans at her one rep max, which that was, and then tried to one at 165, I think is what it was. Mm-hmm. 
and that 165 wasn't happening. Yeah, <laughs> it, was definitely, it was definitely, you could tell that was definitely a little bit heavy. So, but no, she hit the three at that, which was huge. So mm-hmm. we're off the bat, you know, you're not, she's not going to win the strength event, but you just don't want to lose it. And she didn't lose it. But building a little confidence, I'm sure mm-hmm. at that. So you get through the first day, you know, some of the, uh, you, some bullets have been flying, your adrenaline's pumped, you come up, you come down. Are you, are you now starting to feel a little bit more confident, comfortable? Yeah. Yeah, there were, I mean, it's, it's funny, like some of the workouts that, um, I was the most comfortable with are the ones I did the worst worst in, you know, but, um, and then if I recall correctly, you actually won an event. Yes. Which event was that? Uh, handstand walk. Okay. And what, what what did that consist of? Um, it was, uh, 240 foot handstand walk for time. Mm -hmm. Um, four minutes, four minute cap. So, um, I don't remember how many feet I got, but it wasn't the 240. Mm-hmm. No, she, you were on your way back, I think mm-hmm. way back down. So I think you I went, had, I went down back yeah. and then I was on my way back the other down, way. Back. I thought she went back down and then she was on her way back. Back down your way back. Yeah. So you're on, she was on her last hundred meters of that hundred feet. So then winning that event, like how does that, well, what, does on, that what does that do to you right first now? First it's on turf too, yeah. which is mm-hmm. different. Okay. So yeah. Good point. So granted games, if you've never seen it, there's some events indoors or some event outdoors mm-hmm. and it kind of just goes back and forth because not only are the masters competing, you have the, the teams, individuals, individuals elite and all this mm-hmm. stuff. So it's like, mm-hmm. it's quite the fitness circus going on at multiple locations. Yeah. So but was, none of them have good coffee. Was, no, horrible <laughs> coffee. And, um, no, it's on turf. So, you know, it's just unknown, you know what I mean? So yeah. Cause how many times you practice doing handstand right. walks on turf in the middle of the day? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And then against people that are really fit, <laughs> like really, really fit, <laughs> like really, really fit, but it's good. Cause we actually were confident. We were talking, we met the, we would meet every evening after kind of mm-hmm. recap and then told her that night. what I tell you about the handstand walk? That I could win it. Yep. Yeah. And she didn't think she could win it. Of course. But I well, you just don't win. know what everybody else can do. It's capable of, yeah. yeah. I know what you had. So, so you, you get through the fourth day, um, in, at the end of it, you wind up finishing seventh. Seventh, okay. Mm-hmm. Seventh out of you know, so you you met your goal. You didn't finish last. Yes, um, finish last. <laughs> I, I, at any point leading up to that, did you think about winning an event? Um, that I did. I think I would uh-huh. win an event. Um, I was hoping. You know, I in the back of my mind, I was hoping I would win the handstand walk. But okay, I so just, you kind of had that yeah. one. Kind of okay. Mm-hmm. Going to make this one. This is going to be the one. Mm-hmm. Okay, and you executed on that. So that's, that's huge. You know, you told yourself you were going to do it and you did it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty simple, it, right? I thought she got second or third. It was oh, hard. I yeah. mean, we didn't oh, know until later. Okay. Yeah. We didn't know till like, no, it wasn't heat. It was till everybody's after. out there, but oh. she, she lapped people. So, oh, so you couldn't tell. Yeah. Who couldn't was tell. Where. I thought they were even because uh-huh. you're watching there. You know what the hell everybody else is doing. So it was like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I think I got second or third care, which is still fine. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, when you do that, but yeah, no, she got seventh, but you know, the thing is, um, after in day two, she, uh, after day two, she was still within the podium reach mm-hmm. and then going to day three, um, the first workout, it was just a bad day. Really? Yeah. It was really, really good. Like she said, it was really good workouts for her. Mm-hmm. Just, just bad. I mean, mm-hmm. but we think we figured that out and, and it won't happen again. I'm sure. So you have you competed at that level for that many days consecutively? No, I mean, I've never, I never did an individual competition before. That was my first one. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, 
So kind of a big deal then. Yeah. Okay. Kind of ironic though. Like her first figure, she got fifth. Yeah. And then she was sitting, actually she was sitting fifth, even going into the very last yeah, the very workout last, yeah. of the competition. So, and you know, I think it was very, very close, but she didn't finish last. Yeah. And she went from 13th to seventh Yeah, and she beat people that beat her in the, in the online on the call. So just, yeah. It debunks all that. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the, the, where you wind up on the podium is determined by what tests are put in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all done. What are some of the things that you took away from that in terms of the experience and the training and a cheeseburger, a ch- yeah, a cheeseburger <laughs> and ice uh, cookies from cookies, uh, yeah. cookies. Yeah. yeah. I had a very good cheeseburger. <laughs> I just want to know why you guys didn't put any in your suitcase and bring them home. <laughs> was it one of the ones with the cheese stuffed in it or? The cheeseburger? Yeah. No, huh? Okay. Mm-hmm. I meant the insomnia cookies. Oh. <laughs> the closest. I like you're about the cheeseburger. There, there might be one at. Those uh, barely made it BG. back to the hotel. <laughs> I know there's one at Ball State. Yeah. yeah. I used to get them at Bowling Green. Our teacher would take us because she rocked. <laughs> Shout out to Miss B. <laughs> so it's all said and done. You're look, looking back on it. Like what are some of the things that you took away? Um, just things that I see that I um, need to work on. Um, and just also like that it was very possible for me to finish fifth. Mm-hmm. Um, just some of the events I'd lost by like mm-hmm. one rep, mm-hmm. like a couple events I lost by one rep mm-hmm. or I just lost by like what a 10th of a second or something on the sprint. On the sprint. Yeah. Doing so, like the 10 points. It, no, you got punished like, she, she left it. I added it up. It's it probably well over 50 some points out there mm-hmm. that where it was within mm-hmm. one rep or the, or sprint, the sprint, not even a couple seconds, like literally tenths of a second, tenths and then one second. Like it's just, that's, but that's what we kind of talked about beforehand is like the separation. Once you, once you condense it down, the separation is now one rep, mm-hmm. you know, from first to last, it could be a six rep separation mm-hmm. and there's 10 people, uh, you know what I mean? So but you have a log jam where people tie. So it's mm-hmm. like in the, in racing, you're only going to, and that's kind of, I think a lot that maybe she probably learned. So I just mentally need to learn to push myself a little harder. I'm very, when I like to be very comfortable when I'm working out, mm-hmm. I don't like to get into that pain. The pain uh, cave. Yeah. Um, I'm not very good at that. Yeah. So I need yeah, to learn it's, to, it's a challenge push, for some yeah. people to go dark like that, but mm-hmm. I, I, I get there probably in about 45 seconds. So <laughs> it's, it's pretty, I'm used to that place. <laughs> so, um, to all the moms and the masters and the, you know, professional women out there that think they can't do it or are thinking about doing it. What is something that you would tell them to help improve, you know, boost their confidence? Um, I just, I think it's possible for anybody to, um, just keep improving even as you age. I mean, I just, I keep getting stronger and better at everything every day, even mm-hmm. as I, you know, age, I'll be 50 in January and, um, whole new crew for you to terrorize yeah, in, yeah. in that age group. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, age really, I mean, it makes a difference, but it you doesn't. can still be, um, your best self, mm-hmm. you know, can still improve. Awesome. Yeah. I think that's something like, you know, she was the, you and there's a, you and another female and they were the two oldest that were getting ready to roll into the next age group. Everybody mm-hmm. else was 44, mm-hmm. which five years, man. That's, that's huge. That is huge. Yeah. I mean, you mm-hmm. take five years. If I could go back five oh, years, yeah. like early 30. Yeah. I mean, it's just totally different, but I think that's what is unique is that 
often people give up or don't try something because they're older Mm -hmm. and they don't think that they can get stronger because they are older. And I think it's just, especially it's cool that, you know, she don't get to really compete against any of her. She she goes against Jenna and Mm -hmm. all the young, younger Mm -hmm. people in here. And, um, so it can sometimes be discouraging for, um, masters athletes that want to be competitive because there's so few and far between. Well, you're not, you're not in there. It's not like you're beating people. Right. Right. But when I was in jujitsu, uh, for the first year and a half, I maybe had got my training partner once, one submission. I literally lost every single time for a year and a half. Mm -hmm. But then when I would go against people who were of equal caliber caliber to me, they would be nothing. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of helps, uh, people, train and we've talked about that with jenna last class you know being the big fish is cool only if you want to be stuck where you are you need to have like a bunch of big fish you get outside that that loop and go find other people to bang heads with because the thing is like if when she gets if she gets comfortable she's out in the lead in a uh a gym workout well she's not going to push as hard as she would have if well, Someone's on her heels. There's nobody else right next to her at the corner. Yeah, of her eye so she can kind of slow down on certain workouts. And same with Carrie. Like, <clears throat> I mean, you know, she, she, you know, we had a, a a debrief, and I was telling her my biggest concern for her going in was her keep her mental composure because she gives up on herself like in a second. Like hmm. she'll fail something one time, and then it's like, Oh, let's just take it down. Let's take the weight down. Let's take the modification down, whatever, or increase the modification, whatever mm-hmm. it is. And, and I think that's something I was concerned with, but she didn't do it one time. And I think that was huge that first off, she proved to herself that she can compete with them. There's mm-hmm. honestly two, only two girls there that are, that you said that were are, kind of like yeah, you, at that next not, level. Yeah, yeah. She can't, she couldn't beat them no matter what she could I mean at that point in time. There's, she's not going to be, they're younger. They've had, experience she, yeah. one of them was just one one, one was other games right or one water one one water palooza okay and then and then she just placed 13th in the worldwide open and just barely missed one of the games and then the other girl was really solid too but at the other eight she and then she could be all it, it just, she, she it, could, it just yeah. a matter of like what the Ex- workouts were well, it, the workouts were good for her in all honesty it was you know we we learned something about her you know i think her third day was supposed to be a really good day and it wasn't, but we, we found out maybe food was under eaten. Uh, she was hitting her numbers. That, that was the bait. She was hitting the numbers, but she's she never probably com- needed more. She's never competed okay. three straight days. And what that, at that intensity, yeah. yeah. you go into a super deficit to where you can't eat your way out of it. Uh-huh. If you eat your normal numbers, cause now you're, you're hitting your numbers, but you still under but your for, body is still from the adrenaline. Yeah. The kind of thing, like she had about two and a half, three hours work, uh, rest in between each workout. So like day two was literally like nine hour day or something mm-hmm. crazy. It was three workouts. Mm-hmm. And then, so the stress of leading up to, even though you're not nervous or super stressed that your body still suffers from it. Mm-hmm. You do a workout, you know, you do recovery, but they, you don't want, you can't eat full meals. So right. yeah, through the day, she's not eating full meals. And then that all kind of just compounds into where you're at a deficit when you need that reserve. Cause when she came off the last workout and you just tell it wasn't her, like it's not, she was just kind of going to where she couldn't literally, you could tell she couldn't function and it was just, wasn't right. And that can happen. So a lot of good lessons learned, but I was very proud of her. My biggest, I would say the biggest thing I was proud of is the 
was she, how her mindset was and, um, her actually believing in herself maybe for the first time <laughs> and, um, realizing and she that, has a big smile on her true. face. I mean, it, you know what I mean? Jenna said the confidence that helps out because when you go to something and you think you could possibly finish last, but now you can realize like, Oh, I can compete with the big dogs. Mm -hmm. Like, Holy crap. Now you come back and your training completely changes in the fact, like now you're crossfitting, but I can do well. And I'm about to go into, I'm about to be the young person in the, in the next eight, tier, in the next tier, tier yeah. age group. So now she gets to come in with a lot of confidence, a lot of uh, momentum into the open in October from now until mm. then she has a good training period to get, to get, get a to get a muscle up. And then honestly, that's the only thing that's going to separate her from crushing it or she's going to make the, she's going to make the top 200, but we want that top 10. Nice. All right. Before we let you go here, um, whenever we have guests on the show, we like to subject them something <laughs> to something we call three rounds for time. So I'm going to ask you three Come questions on. and need you to fire back as fast as you possibly can with your answers. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Yeah. What, you just said, I, what, I, what happened to the confidence? We just talked about your confidence. This, this ain't CrossFit, man. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't awesome. ask her to do a snatch. Okay. Okay. <laughs> just pretend like you're doing a snatch. All right. First question. Um, what's some things that keep you up at night? Like some fears or concerns that you have? Can I hear this one? No, this is her. I don't These care. Questions. Nothing keeps her up at night, Mo, because she falls asleep at oh, 6.30 p.m. No, no, I have trouble I, falling kidding. asleep. Yeah. yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I guess I can't think of one thing. I'm pissed my mind won't shut okay. off. I think about the next day. Okay. That's fair. Um, what is something you would change in the world? I'm like terrible attitude. Don't yeah. feel bad. Okay. I was like, I passed. I don't pass. You can't. No, no, no. There's no passing in what, three rounds. What, what was that? Uh, this isn't family feud. Right. I was going to yeah. say Jeopardy, yeah. but I feel like that's wrong. Yeah. What's something you would change just like globally, anything? Peace in the Pe world. Yeah. World peace. Worldwide for people peace. to get, to, for people to just chill. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, what is something you want to be remembered for when you're gone? For being a good mom. Solid. <laughs> and... So that your, ends your three rounds of time, but because we are the One More Rep podcast, we have one more bonus question for you. Um, what is a superpower or a hidden talent that you have? <laughs> Maybe your daughter if you, can answer yeah, this Yeah, if you one. don't answer, Sarah will. Yeah. Hidden talent. I don't think I have any. Sarah, does she have anything? Can <laughs> I do this? No, yeah. I cannot do that. <laughs> Oh. Can you cross your eyeballs? You touch your tongue with your nose. There's no party mm -hmm. tricks. No. <laughs> Can you double Dutch? Nothing. I'm Nothing. Sure. I can't think of it. She's a no. badass granny. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. So, but uh, Sarah, could, could you come here for a second? Oh no. Oh no I, um, just you know. Oh, she's wearing she's wearing some of the stuff that. Oh, you should wear mom's granny. Yeah, basically. Gear. Um, when we were at the Granite Games, Carrie went on a shopping spree day two and she bought, <laughs> bought everything in the Born Primitive event. She'd come back with a bag and be like, all right, I'm done for the day. And then the day. Yeah. And then um, she'd come back and then she'd compete again. She'd go, she'd go to the bathroom and then, supposedly and uh, come back with another <laughs> she bag. Back, she's like, I, I couldn't help it. And like, she came back that second day with a couple bags a couple times. It's like, what the hell did you, did you buy? Your luggage coming back? And then she bought me a shirt. I was like, don't buy me a shirt because you feel bad how much money you spent. <laughs> no. Right. no, I sent some stuff back with uh, with Eric. Yeah, she had to put it in the suit oh in his car. Nice. 
Yeah, you had because they drove, right? Yeah, we had yeah. Give them a shout out. Eric and Joey drove yeah. all the yeah. way up there to support Carrie. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, they helped me because you know, heck, Carrie going to bed at like eight p.m. I was like, I was, you know, I'm up. Not yeah, you're a night out. Yeah, like I've been all by myself. <laughs> yeah, the first night, um, I was getting ready to go. To, I was literally going to turn off the light and go to sleep. And yeah. he texted and he's like, "Hey, you ready to meet? Like to talk about the next day?" <laughs> It wasn't like, like 12 a.m. though, though. It was like, it literally was like 7.45. 8 o'clock at night. Like, so sorry. I came home and showered. I thought, I didn't know I had 25 minutes. Uh, but Sarah, uh, is uh, anything that you'd like to say about your mom and how she's impacted you in terms of uh, you, know, you, you uh, pursuing the CrossFit life as well? Because I see you in here swinging away as well, um, routinely, so. Um, I just think that she's very inspirational and I hope to be like her when I'm older. Oh, thank you. That's pretty damn solid. (laughs) Mom hugs. All right. So, um, thank you for spending some time with us and sharing your experience, um, at the Granite Games. And, um, again, thank you for being a positive role model for uh, people like my daughter. And obviously that's uh, bled off onto your daughter as well. So huge shout out to you for, um, for holding it down, uh, for all the professional women out there. You know, like Carrie said, if you just have the confidence to do it, just just do it. Thank you. All right. Say Nike, man. <laughs> I know that's what you told us all the yeah. But Sarah, you know what Sarah just did? What? She got some brownie points. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> all right. That brings this week's episode to a close. I'm on. I'm out. So you. Bye. Oh. Say bye. Bye. Just say bye. <laughs> say see ya. See ya. Thank you for listening to the One More Rep Podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram at One More Rep Podcast or on Twitter at Can I Get One More or shoot us an email at Can I Get One More at gmail.com. <laughs>